coming up. Check it out. A podcast from the Moraine Valley Library. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu slash library. This is Check It Out, a podcast about resources and services in the Moraine Valley Library. We're recording in the Super Secret Conference Room once again on, in the library in the, at uh, Moraine Valley Community College in Palos Hills, Illinois. Today is February 24th, 2010. This is Joe Malarkey, Collection Development Librarian. I missed my cue. That's why I'm good. glad you jumped in. And this is Joy Swanson, Teaching and Learning Librarian. Um, today we got together. We wanted to remember Howard Zinn, who passed in January, yep. just about a month ago. That was when? Uh, January 27th. Howard Zinn passed away. So. And what's considered his, his most known work is A People's History of the United States. Right. Am I right about that? Yeah, that's right, which is okay. in our um, library's collection. And I had read it a long time ago, and, and I'm a pretty big fan of the book. And uh, I was a history major as an undergrad. And so I thought, you know, maybe this is a good topic for us, just a, kind of a quick podcast we could put out there uh, to recognize the work of, uh, of Zinn. Mm-hmm. Um, just as a qu- some quick background about Howard Zinn, uh, he... he uh, was a World War II vet, and he was a historian. He was a professor at Spelman College, where he led um, several protests during the 60s. As and for those people who don't know, mm-hmm. um, Spelman College is a traditional black college right. Um, right. in the South. Right. And, um, and actually, you know, there he taught a number of people that went on to, to do many things, uh, great things, but one in particular was Alice Walker, who wrote The Color of Purple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that she spoke on about Zinn and about uh, being a student of Zinn's in, in documentaries and, and all over the place. So clearly he was a, a big impact um, on uh, her life. And actually he had a big impact in, you know, getting the, the momentum into the civil rights movement. I mean, from from the late 50s into the early 60s, you know, he was at ground zero in a lot of ways. Well, and he really encouraged students to be politically active, right? right. I mean, I know that yes. she's one of yes. the people that credits him as, you know, really inspiring her right. to Absolutely. get involved. Absolutely. And uh, he went on to spend actually most of his career at Boston University, where mm-hmm. he taught for over 20 years, um, and was hugely, hugely popular as a, as a faculty member. But... Um, and, you know, Zinn was a, a, a radical, you know, to, to use the word, a leftist who believed, who worked to advocate for the lower classes, right? And, mm-hmm. and he's definitely controversial in our society. And But I don't think for our purpose of this podcast that we want to delve um, into all of that. But really, I think you can't deny the power of the book, A People's History of the United States, which first came out in 1980. And mm-hmm. I should point out that we have a couple, we have the, the book, and we do have the um, audio version as read by Matt Damon of Goodwill Hunting fame. So, well, that, and the that qualifies. And, yeah, there, right. Well, there we go. So what else? There we go. What else do you The mean? glam factor. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, so, so this book, its goal was to tell the history of our country from the point of view of the people that you don't hear from all the time, very often even, mm-hmm. in the common history. So he told the story of Columbus from the point of view of the Native Americans that Columbus brought back as slaves to Europe. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and he told the the point of view of the founding of our country from the point of view of women and from um, mm-hmm. slaves at that time, and then from African Americans that were freed slaves. And he told the story of the labor movement, people that that didn't have voices in society that were trying to just survive, and and the struggles that people fought when they were trying to organize unions for the the first times. Um, he he, ta- he talked about. Um, the, the history of, um, you know, like the Vietnam War, which was highly controversial when this book came out, um, from the point of view of, you know, rice farmers in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he even has taken with, with um, additions into this book after 1980, up through 2003, looking at the Iraq War and, uh, and things like that. So it's, it's really an updated kind of viewpoint of the, of the book. And um, I think it's significant um, because it... It's, I mean, there's definitely ways that a lot of people that have disagreed with the take of this book. But the significance of the book is that it really hadn't been done. Or if it had been done, it hadn't been done this well up till this point. You know, mm-hmm. It really became like a, a revisionist history. Hey, let's, let's rethink all this stuff that we think we know about our history. And let's tell the stories that we don't tell. Things that we've uh, hidden away. Well, and that they're the most records available on the sort of like either most successful or most affluent people. You know, right, they right. leave um, quite a paper trail. Yeah. But um, the the one thing, and I was wondering about this um, coming up to this, I've heard in the last, let's say, 15, 18 years, something like that, um, people do sort of historic research where they were looking at, like, say, police records mm-hmm. in order to determine kind of behavior. And particularly, like, people are studying, like, say, gender, where there were so many kind of laws, like, restricting women's behavior right. or, you know, or this or that. And um, and I was wondering, like, if it came off of this. It's like that's the only record, like, right, common people leave. Yeah, yeah. Well, and You know, that, like, a birth certificate and a death certificate, that's pretty much it. Right. I, I think that... I don't know if we can always give Zinn all the credit with that, but I think sure. it's def- this book is definitely emblematic of a larger movement in history mm-hmm. to tell stories of these um, social struggles from the point of view of the people that were on the bottom trying to struggle instead of the people at the top that we often hear about, that the people that are, you know, the presidents, the generals, the, the politicians, um, instead the the average people. You know, I think one thing that that is great about this for people that, that don't do much history or don't study history very often is that the history we tend to get tends to be from our, you know, uh, you know, from the time we're in like fifth grade up to the time we're seniors. And, mm-hmm. and, and the problem with our history books is that most history, that the most interesting history is the most controversial history. Mm. And unfortunately, from our, the political reality is school boards approve curriculum in our history textbooks. Sure. And a lot of the history that's there is pretty sanitized kind of history. They don't want to offend people. They don't want the kids coming home telling mom and dad something that's going to make them all angry. And, it, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of studies that have been done about this, about what is actually in the history books. And it's a lot of the things that Zinn has included, you know, um, labor strikes, the riots, things like that, that, that we don't really tell our kids about um, in, in high school, even, you know, like sure. the Great Railroad Strike of uh, 1877 or, or the, the anti-rent movement, you know, in, in New York and places where, there, you know, people are trying to uprise and say, we need affordable places to live, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, one thing he really spends a, a lot of time on throughout this book 
is the um, just the pacifist movement in general, and that mm. you mm. know the the, mm. the kind of that there is and there has been a big pacifist movement starting with the Quakers in our revolution mm-hmm. who refused mm-hmm. to fight up through um, you know Vietnam, and we often hear this kind of anti-war kind of peacenik kind of sneer that we see in the modern media people mm-hmm. running to Canada who didn't want to um, participate but in the war but in every war there's been people that have said it's my right as an American um, to not fight and that I that I can express this right here and that mm-hmm. our, our country mm-hmm. to some degree has upheld that and some degrees have, have not upheld that and and Zen kind of gives voice to those people, which, however you feel about that issue, um, it is uh, a significant part of what our history has been, and we're not talking about it. So he's kind of put that um, out there. So, uh, you know, one side, I, I think just to be fair, there there would be a number of historians that do criticize um, Zinn, and I, I think there's a lot of room for this book to, to be critical from a couple of standpoints. Um, clearly, he's coming from a political point of view. And he doesn't hide that. I think he's pretty honest about that. Um, there's some wars that in almost every case in this book, um, Zinn pretty much argues that almost all wars are unnecessary and they unfairly fall on the poor. Therefore, we shouldn't have wars. Well, you know, there's the, the other side of that is there's some issues that we couldn't resolve and that, that good things have come out of wars. And what, you know, the, the classic, what about World War II? You know, it, you know, just see some pictures of the concentration camps and and it, it's hard to say we shouldn't have been there, or hmm. the realities of slavery. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think there, and, and even from that, so that's one side of it. And I think also from um, the the historian's point of view, he Zinn is um, judgmental on people in the past. He is not afraid of placing his hmm. modern judgments on the past. Mm-hmm. So. Columbus did some pretty awful things, to be honest. We we uphold Columbus for, you know, his voyage. We give him a day. Yeah, a whole day. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Um, but he did enslave and kill Native Americans. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about that. And um, Zinn is very critical of that. And I think his point of being critical is to bring it out and say, hey, you know, let's not gloss over this history. But the, the other side of that would be it was those were pretty awful times in general. And, mm-hmm. And Europeans were pretty awful to Europeans. It, you know, it, like it, you have the, the historic judgment that other historians would say, you know, let's document, let's interpret, let's learn. But um, it's not always our place to, to put that kind of judgment out there. But I guess to me, it's, it, it is sort of a balancing of the public um, debate or the public dialogue. I don't know how much of that was him and, and it's just any number of other people who were trying to do right. it because I, you can also say a number of historians um, glorify people in history. Right. I mean, it's, it's right. clear sometimes when you're reading these biographies that they just think, oh my God, this guy was the greatest you know, um, negotiator or the greatest leader. And if only we had him today, we wouldn't have the problems we did. You know, the past always looks better because we know the end. Yeah. You know? And And I keep thinking that, you know, like, okay, so 40 years from now when somebody is talking about this time period, mm-hmm. okay, right. talking about the um, the second decade of the 21st century, like, you know, are they going to mention Check It Out? Or aren't they? <laughs> right. 
You know what I'm saying? You know, really, like uh, people like us, are we going to, you know, even be considered yeah. in in the discussion, right. or is it simply a sort of you know top sort of two point five percent or something? Yeah. If it's even that, or not big. even people like us. I mean, the people that are out, you know, down the street, they don't work at a college where they can do a podcast, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, you know, on the other side, like there's a big um, another big chunk of this book thinks about. Um, American history in terms of the Native Americans, and mm-hmm. you know we we don't very often go out of our way to talk about the, the essential eradication of an entire population mm-hmm. of people, you know, from this continent in in a large part, and uh, and that that's another you know big landmark part of this book. So sure, I, I think what we can say for sure is that this book played a key. Uh, role in changing how we see history, mm-hmm. impacting to some degree the popular view of history, and um, there's no doubt that someone like Howard Zinn was a, a, a huge voice in our public dialogue, and mm-hmm. I think clearly there's room to disagree with him. Many people would disagree with him in, on a lot of issues, um, but that's okay. I mean, he's part of that discussion right. and part of getting us to where we are. So, yeah. So I think. You know, we'd encourage people to come in and check out this book in our library and Absolutely. bring home the Matt Damon reading of it on <laughs> on CD. The Glam Factor. Yes. <laughs> Thank God for Matt. All right. So once again, thanks for listening to us. Come by the library when you get a chance. Check out our resources and our public events. Um, always information available on the library website. He's Troy. And he's Joe. This and has been Check It Out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this Moraine Valley Library podcast. For more information, visit www.morainevalley.edu library.